This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show from the Speakeasy Studios in Otto Falls. My name is Phil Boyer. And from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Malmo, Sweden, is none other than my friend, Mike Svensson. Mike, what the hell is going on over there in Sweden this week? <laughs> hey, man. Well, it's, it's all about vinyl records. Could you imagine that? It's, it's always about vinyl it, records. It's always about vinyl records. And of course, I've been record hunting this week. Ooh. And so, but it's, I go record hunting every week. Who am I kidding? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I, I, oh, my man. It's, it's horrible. I, I know there, there's something I have a void to fill. I don't know what it is. I like vinyl records. Yeah, oh, but, well, okay. Okay, we got a little bit deep here. But it's, it's, it's sort of what I do. I stroll around looking at vinyl records and uh, picking up some copies here and there. And I actually got some really nice copies. I got a new copy of <laughs> Kiss Alive. Have you? Of course okay. you did. <laughs> yeah. It's, how many copies does that make now? It's sort of like 14 or 15 copies, I Jeez. think it, it is. But, it, but Phil, it, it was like the fourth pressing with, with a different label on it. <laughs> it, it. It was a US pressing. I'm now, sorry. Do you think Blue Oyster Cult has 14 copies of the same cowbell? <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do if they're going to compete with me. <laughs> they better, right? <laughs> they better. Yeah. <laughs> Just rack them up there so we can see them. Take a photo. Send it to soundsonvinyl.com. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, <laughs> but it's sort of like when, when you find stuff like that, it's sort of, it, that was my first Kiss album. So what I'm going to do, I, I mean, I have to. I can't pass it up. It was a, a good price, too. So what the hell do you want from me, man? I bought some other albums. Are you satisfied? I bought some other albums, too. All right, I, got, I got a UK pressing of ACDs' Letter Brie Rock. Nice. And I had to get Cher, Heart of, Heart of Stone. Because I didn't have that one on vinyl. So there you go. That's my week. I, I, I and I'm feeling weak. I, I didn't know you were a Cher fan. Well, well what's not to like? I just, I, I, it, it's a beautiful woman. She sings like a motherfucker. Uh, I mean, she sings really good. I went to see her show. And she's Cher. So a couple of albums here and there. It's not, it's not going to hurt anyone. Or? No, definitely not. Really? Like I said, I'm not judging. It's just that. Are you, uh, are you does, disappointed in me? Voice. Are I you like disappointed in me? bit of Sonny. <laughs> For real? <laughs> no, I, I got I, you, babe. I, I prefer the old stuff. Yeah. 
Okay. Than I typically do. Yeah, but but this is it's 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 a it's an album full of hits, so I had to get it. Okay. And it, it was in the dollar bin. Phil, come on, leave me alone. Oh, for a All right. Okay. Yeah, you see. Plus, you okay. know, it's just one more to go against Blue Oyster Cult and that whole war. So yes, I have to compete, man. I have to. Or are <laughs> they competing with me? Who knows? Stay Ooh, no. tuned here on Sounds on Vinyl, and you get a special deal. Special. I don't know. <laughs> so what's, what's, in, what's in it for this week? What you got going on, man? Tell me. All right. So before we get started, and I know I speak for Mike when I say that we've had a great time doing this show it's been quite the adventure going back in time and visiting some really great records and reliving the times that we've had with them. But like everything, it's time to evolve. And this episode, which is episode number 33, it marks the end of the first season of Sounds on Vinyl. Now, we've got so many ideas to make the second season even better. And after a short break, to put everything in order, we're going to come back with an all-new Sounds on Vinyl show. So keep your eye out on Instagram. That's at Sounds on Vinyl. And on Twitter, use the hashtag Sounds on Vinyl to get the latest news on what we have up our sleeves and for season two. Plus, just to have some fun and engaging conversations. Just because the, the, the show's going on break doesn't mean that we have to we have to stop the conversation. We can still have some fun. So at Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram, hashtag Sounds on Vinyl on Twitter. Let's go have some fun. And this week, this week we go back to the turn of the millennium for a record that was aptly named Brave New World, the eighth studio record from Iron Maiden. It was a record that many Maiden fans waited with bated breath for. It featured the return of Bruce Dickinson, who left in 93, and Adrian Smith, who left in 1990. It was also the first studio record to feature that band as a six-piece as Janikers remained with the band. The cover featured not one, but two artists, the infamous Derek Riggs, who created the upper half, and Steve Stone, who created the lower half of the album cover. Brave New World reached the top 10 in pretty much all of Europe, including number one in Sweden. In the U.S., however, it only peaked at number 39. So, Mike, were you excited for this release? Or had you kind of moved on after Bruce left? Uh, I moved away from Maiden when Bruce left. Uh, but, of course, I came sneaking back when him and Adrian came back. I didn't think that Blaze fitted at all. So that's why I, I couldn't listen to, to those albums. And I, I still can't listen to them. Because I, I, there is something about his voice i i like some of the of the stuff that he he did in wolfsbane but it's sort of like when he came on as a singer in maiden there was something like that 
uh, that didn't click at all. I I don't know why they. Maybe it's me. I don't know. It didn't work. No, it didn't work. Bad choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was when we went from Paul to Bruce. That made sense. That was good. Even though they're yeah two different singers. Yeah, yeah. But even then, we and we've talked about this. It was it was Maiden was almost a different band at that point. They weren't yeah. as raw and as punk as before. But it still it still worked. They still made. Yeah, it of course. Yeah. But, but in, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, man. It, that that shit just didn't work. No. But with that being said, I saw Blaze at Sweden Rock Festival last year, and it was really great. First, he did a show with his own band, and then he did an all-star thing with a Swedish radio station called Rock Classiker, and it was in a packed small tent, and he ripped into like four and five Maiden tunes, and it was it was really great because he had uh, I talked to him a, a bit after the show, and and he is j- just a great guy, and he knows his place. He's he's not delusion at, at all and he said actually said this on stage too i had the privilege to be in one of the biggest heavy metal bands ever i'm so happy that you 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 came out to see me today i i i i'm gonna do my very best uh to give you a, a show and so that's what we talked about uh, after the show that he couldn't believe that that people actually showed up and that he was still be able to to come to to a a big metal festival like Sweden Rock and do his own material and and do some some maiden songs too so he's i wish him well cuz he's a great guy and he's he's sort of like uh Bruce Dickinson is it's a much better singer than i will ever be but and he's such a great guy and i'm happy for maiden today and because i'm i'm really glad that that they uh reunited and and because maiden today it's a it's a it's still a great band he told me so so there's that but well, let me ask you when, when you play the maiden stuff did he play his era maiden or did he play like some of the 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 hits with with bruce he played when he did his own show with his own band he played the maiden songs from his area okay but when he was uh doing the the all-star thing he played like uh the trooper and and uh he actually uh didn't perform run to the hills with maiden at all uh and the rumor has it that he couldn't cut it so steve harris didn't want him to to sing the song and so this was he he yeah he he actually told the the story to the audience uh and this was like the first time he ever sang run to the hills in that tent on Sweden rock festival last year so that was kind of cool he always wanted to do it, but but he never got the opportunity to do it. So so that was cool. Yeah, good for him. Yep. Then the reunion, man. 
Were you excited? <laughs> was I excited? <laughs> I was freaking excited, man. The uh, Bruce was, was back. Holy was crap. Cool. Because I remember I was living in Cal Southern California at the time. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you, you heard the rumors in the news that Bruce was coming back to Maiden. And, man, I could not wait for that new record. I just I could not wait for that record to come out. Because I remember when Bruce left the band and they did that pay-per-view concert where they had some, like, uh, magician up there that would cut people up and shit. It was freaking weird. You, did you remember that? Did you guys get that over there in Sweden? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I got a vague memory of it. Yeah, we had to pay something like twenty bucks to watch it. And I'm like, okay, I okay. gotta, see, I gotta see Bruce's like last show. And they made this like big production out of it. it. It was, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, when when the rumors hit and you know the new album's coming out, and it's gonna have Bruce on it. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Now. I know this is hard to believe for those of you outside of Southern California, but at that time, there was no metal station in LA. <gasps> the only metal station that we did have, KNAC, was they changed the format to Spanish language. And so that left us without a metal station. And then a few, couple of years after that, after they went off air, they came back online, KNEC online. So that was cool. So that was the only uh, metal station that we could listen to. And so they kept, these fuckers kept teasing this new song from Maiden. And it was always just like, you know, oh, it's coming up, it's coming up. And I am not a patient man. I've always said that if I had patience, I'd be a doctor. Okay. <laughs> And this DJ kept saying, okay, it's coming up. It's come right after this, right after this. And they kept teasing it. I was about to punch the guy through the freaking internet. Anyway, I was so pissed. And then finally, <laughs> finally, the wicker man comes on. And my fucking internet went out. <laughs> oh, for real? It fucking went no. out. It came back oh. just in time for me to hear like the last minute or so. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. but, um, oh man, you know, it was like, I don't know, a couple weeks, few weeks later, they played a ghost of the navigator. Yeah. And that's when I knew I had to go out and get this record, man. Cause I had this song cranked my kids. Well, my two oldest at the, they, they were just rocking out with me and it, it, it was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I that mean, song. that's, oh man, that first single, the wicker man. Oh. Oh man, it totally blew my mind. Talk about comeback, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean to see Bruce's energy as a performer and a person, and it was, oh man. But I think it's cool that he he brought Adrian back too. Uh, there's a rumor going going around that that he demanded it. If I'm going to go come back to 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 Maiden. Uh, uh, I have to bring Adrian too. And, and then of course, Steve Harris said, well, if you're bringing him, we're, we're, we're not getting rid of Jenny Gers. That's for sure. He's, and then they were also, oh, okay, well, let's, okay. We'll have three guitars then. And it's, it's sort of like, a, I think it's a maiden thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's sort of like, all right, ladies, let's have a pint and talk this over. And, and they did, and it worked. 
Yeah. And it's it's been working for like 20 years now. And they're still like the biggest band in the world. They are? Yeah. Still? So it, it's cool. It's cool to see Bruce. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. Still. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to see him on this tour. And uh, they, they played with Halford in, in Queensryche. And yeah. oh, my God. At the, at the time, Priest, Maiden, and The Reich were my top three favorite bands. So to almost see all three of them in one show was pretty epic. I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't Priest, it was Halford, but it was pretty damn close to see Halford sing and stuff. And, you know, he, Halford played a lot of, uh, you know, the Halford material, but also, I mean, they couldn't get out of that place alive without playing some some of the priest classics as well. So that was yeah. cool to see all of that, to see Bruce run around the freaking stage like a maniac, like he always does. It's like, dude, how yeah. can you do all that and sing at the same time? Yeah. Like the, and you got, get like the two of the best metal singers on the same stage. You got Bruce and, and, and you got Rob and it it's man, you, you add Ronnie James D into the mix. You got them three, the three top right there. Holy yeah, crap. actually having Dio on that would have been fucking amazing. Oh, man. It's so cool. Yeah. Really. But 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 it, it's it's funny because uh, me and a friend, we, we went to, because to, Bruce, he released a book and, and he did a spoken word. And it, he talks about that period in time uh, when when he decided to 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 come back to, to Maiden in it's sort of like somebody asked him in, in the audience because we, we, uh, we could, uh, we wrote down some questions on, on some cue cards and, and then we handed them over and, and they, they drew them like in, in randomly. And, and there was one of the questions, why do you think it was time to, to come back to Maiden? It, like in 2000 when you did uh well and he he said well it it just felt right it 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 was time to do it and it it felt right so uh because I'm, I'm thinking there's a lot of bands out there because if you if you think about it i don't know if you have thought about it but it's it's sort of like he never left if you look at maiden today those years when when he went away, that's sort of like it's it's all in a haze for me. It's sort of so. Do you remember that that there was a guy called Blaze who, who used to sing in Maiden those years? And it's sort of like not what what did he leave? Because it's it's sort of like from the Brave New World and up until this date, it's sort of like it grew and it grew and it grew. And it, the maiden got bigger and bigger and bigger, and and it's sort of like they're in their prime, still. And he had throat cancer for Christ's sakes, and he still sings like a motherfucker. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's guys out there. yeah, it's nuts. What the hell? And so so it's he was he was sort of like mellow talking about this. It's sort of like well, I took the time and and. And when I thought that, well, I'm 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 pretty done with this solo stuff. So when 
Steve got a hold of him and, and said, don't you think it's sort of like that? And he said, yeah, which it's, now it's the right time. Let's do this. And you can feel them going into this album. It, it, it's sort of like, well, if we're doing an, a comeback album, like it, I think it, it was, because both Adrian and Bruce came back, we, we need some proper songs and we need a hit single. And it, it's, and that's what we got. I mean, there's actually not a bad song on this album. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. It, I it's, it's nuts. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to it back and forth for, for like coming up to this show. And it's, it's sort of like, man, it rips you apart when you listen to it. Thinking about, holy crap, to be able to do that. I went away for like seven years and then, I can, then I'm coming back to Maidenland. Let's, let's kick ass once more. Take no prisoners. And they did. Mm -hmm. Shit. The Wicker Man, Ghost of Navigator, Blood Brothers, Brave New World. The list goes on. It does. Yeah. What's your favorite tracks on this? Oh, it's got to be Ghost of the Navigator, Dream yeah. of Mirrors, The Nomad. There's so many good uh, songs on that album. Shit. <laughs> How about you? I, I will go with, of course, Ghost of the Navigator, uh, Brave New World. I have to have that in there. Blood Brothers, and of course, Wicker, the Wicker Man. Um, but then, I don't know. <laughs> nomad, I like the Nomad too, and and oh shit, all of them. It's it's good. It's a good album altogether. I think it's a great one. It it is, and and I think we talked about how when uh, Bruce came into the band after Paul and how he changed that, the, the sound of the band. It was almost like a different version of Maiden. And I think him returning to the band after those seven years, I think it's almost like a different Iron Maiden as well. I think you have a, a sort of, with the three guitars, they really wrote the record for those three guitars. And you got a lot of these intricate guitar yeah. works these pieces that to me almost have a classical feel to them, especially in like a song like dream of mirrors. I feel yeah. like it, it, it's, it's got a very classical uh, tone to it that we didn't really see in maiden. Yes. It was very melodic back in the day. Um, but I, I feel like this is a little bit different. Would you agree with that or? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I think so too. But I, I think on the, on the other hand, I, if they were coming back, they, they couldn't write in either way. I think they couldn't write uh, the stuff that they did back in 93 or 92 or in the 80s. They had to come up with something different. Mm -hmm. So I think the progression is great because you got some variations here that, you weren't able to do before and and it's sort of like it became as you say a different maiden but i think the progression of it is it's pretty cool to see <laughs> where where from each and every album that that they they released from brave after brave new world it, it's sort of like oh man so they're thinking about this and doing stuff like this and and it's sort of like 
well, it's it's made in 2.0, if you will, or 3.0. Yeah, and what I love about Maiden is they do sort of have those different versions, but it's still Maiden. It is. Oh, you can hear it in the sound. Yeah, and I agree. I, I, I won't pick on Metallica a lot, but when we had Metallica 2.0 with the Black Album, that really wasn't Metallica anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> of course. And I, I think you, you, when, when you can really see the power of some band members, you know, I, we talked about, I mentioned Queensryche, seeing Queensryche with, with Maiden. You know, when Chris DeGarmo left Queensryche, it was a, a completely different band after that. Yeah. Right. And now with Jeff Tate gone and that whole fiasco, it's even yet a, a different band, which is for me more like a original band trying to copy a previous version of the band, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But Maiden has always uh, been yeah. fucking Maiden. You can always rely on yeah. Maiden to come out with really good stuff. And even the Blaze Years, the music was still good. The music was still Maiden. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Bad choice I agree. In, in singers, it didn't fit. Not that Blaze is a bad singer; it just didn't fit with Maiden. You know, but the music was still Maiden. They still wrote Maiden songs. Yeah, I agree. It, it's you can uh, as soon as you you, you the, the needle drops on your record and and the first first tune of, of, of the of the song, you you can definitely hear it's it's Maiden. Because they got a certain tone in, in in their playing style and 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 the sound of it all, and it's and I I agree a hundred percent. It's it's Maiden, and it's a different versions of it, but it's still Maiden, and they they have kept that from like day one, I think, even with Paul Diano, right? Because because they because they still do a lot of the old stuff. Uh, and and it still fits, mm -hmm. and and it it's great, and it, it's sort of like they're I wouldn't say they're a big happy family, but you got two singers on on the sidelines going because I know both Paul and Blaze have said, well, Bruce is a better choice for 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 Maiden to be able to progress like they did. Uh, so we understand, and we think Maiden is still a great band. And to be able to go there, it, it's sort of like they're like the the boys from from the neighborhood, if you will. The, the boys that you meet at, at the local pub, having a pint, talking right. about the next world tour, <laughs> and and still be able to to do that as uh, as buddies it, it's 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 all like what maiden is all about if you if you know what i'm i'm getting yeah, at so yeah. but it's 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 cool to see it is it's really cool to see it is it's also very cool to listen to it is and you know what what it's rumored right now in this fucking crisis that they actually got an album already done. No shit. 
to be able to be released in 2021. Wow. Could you imagine that? Holy crap. Well, would, would you think of Book of Souls to deviate a little bit from this one? I, I think it's a great album. Yeah. Um, some of the songs are, are way too long for me. <laughs> I'm more a meat and potato, but it's still there is Made in is, is actually the one of the bands that I don't get tired of listening to songs that are like nine minutes. It's all I cannot stand songs that are over like five minutes it's all like that no it's something about that i i need it to be quick and in the face and and so forth but it's when you listen to maiden it's it's sort of like you go into to some a different i go i say i go into a different mode and there it's sort of like oh i remember this it's like riding a bike if you will Mm. I, I when I put on a Maiden album, it's sort of like I drift away, and it's sort of like it's it's there. It's it's a it's a familiar feeling. I'm going out on the deep end, listening to Maiden. It's sort of like oh, there's the voice, and there's the guitars and drums, and you can see he's here Steve's bass guitar with his picking, and it's it's fucking fantastic. I just love Maiden. <laughs> oh man, since I was a little kid, I first saw them when I was twelve years on on TV, and it they, it fucking blew my mind right away. Uh, it was on the Peace of Mind tour, so it's holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. There we go. Along with freaking Maiden, and you can't trust anybody that doesn't like Iron Maiden either. We don't need to say anything more. No, that's it, man. Go that's listen it. to some Iron Maiden. Go hit us up on Instagram and use the hashtag Sounds on Vinyl on Twitter and let us know what you think about this record, Brave New World and Iron Maiden and all that good stuff. And, let, and, and tell us if you're a Blaze-era fan of Maiden. We'll have some fun. And with that, later. Later. This has been Sounds on Vinyl, hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozehound Productions. Music by Grand Reserva. Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else. <laughs>